السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ ہاؤ یو آل ڈوئنگ اوکے ایوری بڈی اسٹینڈ اپ وتھ یور قرآن ان یور ہینڈ لٹرلی قرآن ان ہینڈ اوکے اوپن ایٹ اپ ٹو سورت الفاتحہ قرآن لسننگ سیشن وائی از ات امپورٹنٹ ٹو لسن ٹو دا قرآن اوکے دیٹ برنگز اس ریوارڈ وائلس It helps you in your own reading. Very good. Excellent. Any other reason? Yes? Very good. It's an excellent way of reviewing what we have learned. So we have been learning many verses. We have learned their uh, translation. We have learned their meaning. So inshallah, we're going to listen now and pay attention. We're going to follow along with the Mus'haf in order to test ourselves also. How much do we remember? And also reflect on the verses. Okay? Everybody recite A'udhu Billah together. Inna Allah la yastahee an yadrib mathalam ma ba'udatan fama fawqaha فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَيَقُولُونَ مَاذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِهَذَا مَثَلًا يُضِلُّ بِهِ كَثِيرًا وَيَهْدِي بِهِ كَثِيرًا وَمَا يُضِلُّ بِهِ الفاس reduce okay so we have a time for recitation and a time just for just for listening all right so when we are listening to the recitation try your best to not read at the same time okay can we do that inshallah can we thank you okay okay let's begin our lesson open up your books if you don't have your book with you today then open up your mushaf to verse number 26 okay make sure you have the text of the quran in front of you 
because you want to make sure that you are looking at the text while you are trying to understand it. Okay? And also, when I'm teaching you, make sure you take your notes because very soon, inshallah, we're going to have our test. You know, you have your weekly quizzes, but very soon we're also going to have a test. And in that test, you're going to have to need something to study. Isn't it? Okay. Shall we begin our lesson? Okay. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Verse number 26. We learned in the previous verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He instructs all of mankind to worship Him. Ya ayyuhal nas, u'budu rabbakum. Worship your Lord who created you. Worship your Lord who has made you and given you everything that you have. And then... In order to worship Allah, we have to know how to worship Him. And for that reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed His book and sent His messenger. Right? And for that, it is made clear that if you have any doubt in the book, any doubt about the messenger, then you know what? Try to produce something like the Qur'an. This is a challenge that Allah mentions in the Qur'an. Try to produce something like the Qur'an. And if you cannot do it, then know that you are wrong in doubting the Qur'an. So believe in the Qur'an, believe in the Messenger wasallam. Now, what happens is that many people, they don't believe in the Qur'an. And since they cannot produce anything like it, what they do is that they start finding problems in the Qur'an. They will criticize the Qur'an. They will criticize the commands, the rulings that are mentioned in the Qur'an. They will criticize the statements that Allah has mentioned. They will criticize the examples that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given. And you may have heard many such criticisms from different people. The Qur'an is portrayed as a book that teaches hate. It's used for false propaganda. So here we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to such objections and criticism. Allah says that إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا Allah does not feel shy at all. He does not hesitate at all. أَنْ يَضْرِبَ مَثَلًا مَا بَعُضَةً فَمَا فَوْقَهَا He is not shy to present an example in the Qur'an of even a mosquito. And you think mosquito is small or insignificant? Allah is not shy to even mention the example of something that is on top of a mosquito or something that may be smaller than a mosquito. He is not shy. What happens to people is that when they learn different things in the Qur'an, when they read different things in the Qur'an, they wonder like, why is this mentioned in the Qur'an? Why does God talk about this? Right? Maybe you have wondered, why is this written in the Qur'an? You know, for example, people have different issues. For instance, some people, they take legal rulings very seriously, law very seriously, right? So they say, why are such laws given in the Qur'an? Or some people, they're very interested in history, and they're like, but why is this mentioned in the Qur'an? Why isn't that mentioned in the Qur'an? They have issues, and when they read something in the Qur'an, they have problems with it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that He is not shy to mention any truth in the Qur'an, whether people like it or they don't like it. Whether people have a taste for it, meaning they will accept it easily, or they will find it difficult to accept. Allah is not shy of, men, of stating the truth. And this is a very important rule that we must also develop in ourselves. 
that you will come across people who will not always agree with you. They will not always agree with you. But should you feel less confident about yourself just because people don't agree with you? No. You will find people who will not accept you the way you are. Maybe your height, maybe your skin, maybe your gender, maybe your ethnicity, maybe your religion, maybe your hair. You know, people have a problem with it. So let them have a problem with it. Why should I feel less confident just because people find me different? And especially as a Muslim, especially as a Muslim, when there is something that is part of our religion, let's not be shy about it. Because it is the truth. So for example, you know, some people might say, you know, why do Muslim women have to cover? You're like, oh, no, 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 they don't have to cover It's not mentioned in the Qur'an. It is mentioned in the Qur'an. So people will deny things that are mentioned in the Qur'an. They will deny things that the Prophet ﷺ did or said or commanded. Why? Because they're shy about it. Don't be shy about it. You know, as they say, be unapologetically Muslim. Be confident of who you are. You don't need to feel bad about being a Muslim. You have a right to exist. You have a right to observe your religion. So do not feel shy about it. But at the same time, I want to make a point. That be confident, but don't be reckless. Okay? Because sometimes we're like, you know what? We're Muslims. We're on the truth. And you know what? We are rightly guided and everybody else is wrong. And Okay, fine. Fine. Well, calm down. Relax. You know, just yesterday somebody told me, This kid came across a man who was not a Muslim. And this man had no hair on his head. So you know what this kid said to that man? You're bald because you're not a Muslim. <laughs> Is that true? Does that make any sense? No. Is it offensive? Extremely offensive. Even if we find it funny, it's actually very offensive. Because there are many Muslims who are bald. Aren't there? And there are many non-Muslims who have got beautiful hair. So while you are confident about being Muslim, please be respectful of others also. Don't be reckless about it. You know, the Prophet ﷺ in Mecca, in Mecca, for 13 years he lived there as a prophet. And he faced so much opposition. Isn't it? Every type. Physical abuse, verbal abuse. You know, people treating him differently. We worry about Islamophobia today. Think about the Islamophobia that existed at that time. But how was the Prophet ﷺ towards people? Was he patient? Was he forgiving? Was he gentle? Was he wise? Yes. So be confident, but also please be wise. Please be wise. So anyway, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَسْتَحِي أَن يَضْرِبَ مَثَلًا مَا بَرُضَةً فَمَا فَوْقَهَا So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions examples in the Qur'an. He mentions different concepts, different commands. And yes, on the surface, they may seem a little strange to us. Like for example, a mosquito. If a mosquito is mentioned in the Qur'an, and by the way, this is the only place where the mosquito is mentioned, all right? you might wonder, mosquito in a holy book? You know, like the example of the spider is given, on kabut. The example of the fly is given. And you're like... Fly mentioned in the Qur'an? Like, why? Why? That's so strange. On the surface, when we read a command, when we read a statement, it may seem strange to us. 
But you know why that is so? Because we are limited in our knowledge. Now think about it. A mosquito is what? To us, a mosquito is just a nuisance. Something that bites, something that annoys us, especially if you go to a country like maybe Pakistan in the summers, like I go sometimes, or in the winter even, then what happens? You get bitten by mosquitoes all over no matter how much insect repellent or whatever you put on your skin. So when we think about mosquitoes, we think that they are a nuisance. But I think mosquitoes are a big deal. And, you know, mosquitoes, there are 3,500 species of mosquitoes in the world. Over 3,500. And how much people clap for mosquitoes, don't they? 3,500 plus species of mosquitoes. Just imagine that. Mosquitoes are basically found everywhere in the world, except for places like Iceland and maybe Antarctica. Just a few places where you don't find mosquitoes. Now don't think of moving to Iceland or Antarctica just to be free of mosquitoes. But they're found everywhere. And you know, mosquitoes, they are known as the deadliest creature on this planet, deadliest. There are more deaths caused by mosquito bites than the attack of any other animal on earth. More people die every year because of mosquito bites. Did you know that? Compared to attacks by any other creatures. Now, do you know of some diseases spread because of mosquitoes? Huh? Zika virus, malaria, dengue fever... I mean, this is the thing, right? Any big word that you come across, big disease, you think it's got something to do with mosquitoes. So on the surface, we're like, oh, it's only a mosquito. Why? But a mosquito, while it may seem very insignificant, it's actually not very insignificant. It may be very tiny, very tiny. It may move very slowly. But you know what? In a second, a mosquito can move its wings between 300 to 600 times in one second. Allah is not shy to mention anything in the Qur'an. If we have a problem with it, well, let's reflect over it. Let's study it a little bit more. And our doubts will go away. Remember this fact. Whenever you find anything mentioned in the Qur'an, whether it's to do with legal rulings, or it's to do with gender issues, or it's to do with gender equality, anything that is mentioned in the Qur'an, and you have some issue with it, the problem is where? Where is the problem? It's actually in us. And what I mean by that is, we just need to study a little bit more. We need to reflect a little bit more. And then we will understand. You know, for example, many times young people come to me and they ask me questions about Islam women in Islam, different issues. And I have lengthy discussions with them. And then afterwards, alhamdulillah, most of the time what happens is that they leave satisfied. All they needed was just a simple discussion. That's it. All they needed was just reading you know, one article or one book that would further clarify that concept and things would become much easier. So, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَسْتَحْيِي أَن يَضْرِبَ مَثَلًا مَا بَعُضَةً فَمَا فَوْقَهَا But when Allah mentions different things in the Qur'an, what happens? 
people react in different ways. Firstly, فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا As for those people who believe, what is their reaction? فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ They know that it is the truth from their Lord. What you read in the Qur'an, take it with confidence. Know that it is the truth. It has absolutely no problem, no doubt, no deficiency, nothing at all like that. Because a believer knows that it is the truth from Allah. But some other people, وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا But as for those who deny, فَيَقُولُونَ They object. They say, مَاذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِهَذَا مَثَلًا What did Allah intend by this example? Meaning, why has Allah mentioned this in the Qur'an? Why is this in the Qur'an? And people say things like that today also. Like for example, slavery. For instance, not that it needs to be revived or anything, but just as an example, why is it even mentioned in the Qur'an? Why? They object. But a believer does not object. This is the difference between a believer and a non-believer. A believer trusts his Lord. Always. You know, when it comes to conflict, disagreement, in relationships... They say that there are problems or there are conflicts which are solvable. You can work out those problems. You can work out those disagreements. Like for example, one says, no, we shouldn't hang the picture over there. And the other says, no, no, we should hang it there. Is this a solvable problem? Yes, it is. You can have a discussion and decide that, okay, should we leave it here or should we move it? But then there are other types of problems or disagreements that are unsolvable. You cannot solve them. Why? Because these two individuals are different. They think differently. So over and over again, that problem will come up. Like for example, one person likes spicy food and the other one doesn't. So what happens? If the one who likes spicy food is cooking, every now and then, what are they going to do? Add a bit more spice. A bit more spice. And while they're going to enjoy the meal, the other person's going to be upset. Isn't it? So this is a problem that's going to keep coming. Why? Because both the individuals are unique. They have different tastes. They have different likes and dislikes. So this is a problem that's not really solvable. But then should relationships be severed just because of these unsolvable problems? Would you stop being somebody's friend just because they like spicy food and you don't? Does that make sense? No. What needs to be done is that you come up with a healthy way of discussing it. And that is only possible if you accept the other person. You accept them, you don't reject them just because they are slightly different from you. Now when it comes to our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also, there may be certain commands that Allah has given that you find difficult to accept right now. There may be some things going on in your life that you may find very upsetting. That why is this happening to me right now? No matter what you're going through, always trust Allah. Always think positively about Allah. Even if something doesn't make sense to you, trust Him. فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ And this is what they say that 
you know, relationships that last, that grow stronger with the passage of time, it's not because they don't have any problems. It's not because they never argue. No, they argue. They do have problems, but they respect each other. They accept each other. They trust each other. So a believer always trusts his Lord. فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ And you know what? With time, things do become easy. They do become more clear. But if right at the beginning you say, No way. I don't like it. Then what's going to happen? You're never going to appreciate it. Has it ever happened that you see some food on the table that your mom has prepared and you're like, What on earth is this? I'm not eating that. And what does your mom say? What does she say? Try it. Huh? Try it. And what do you say? No way. And then she tries again and again. Just try it one bite. I made it for the first time for you. I worked so hard and on and on and on. And you're like, okay, fine. Fine. I'll have a bite. You have a bite and you're, you don't like it. Okay. But next time you try it again and you try it again and eventually you begin to like it. And even if you don't like it, you don't mind seeing it on the table. So you cannot truly understand something that's mentioned in the Qur'an unless and until you accept it. The first step is acceptance. Because in Surah Al-Baqarah, we're going to study a lot of rules related to marriage and divorce and inheritance and whatnot. When you're going to wonder, how come? But why? Before the why, what are we going to say? I believe in it. I accept it. So the believer knows that it is the truth from his Lord. So يُضِلُّ بِهِ كَثِيرًا Through that same example, that same concept that's mentioned in the Qur'an, many people, they get misguided. وَيَهْدِي بِهِ كَثِيرًا And there are many people who increase in their guidance. Just imagine, one person is going farther away from Allah and the other person is going closer to Allah. Same thing. Different results. Why? Because the difference is in attitude. The difference is in the people. وَمَا يُضِلُّ بِهِ إِلَّا الْفَاسِقِينَ And he does not send astray except those who are defiantly disobedient. So what do we see in this ayah? The believer benefits from everything that is in the Qur'an. Why? Because he trusts Allah. In Surah Al-Ankabut, ayah 43, Allah says, وَتِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ وَمَا يَعْقِلُهَا إِلَّا الْعَالِمُونَ Surah Al-Ankabut, verse number 43. That these examples, we mention them for all people, but it is only the knowledgeable who benefit from them, who understand them. People of knowledge. So the fasiqoon are the ones who object at Allah's command. And the reason behind that is because they didn't even bother reflecting over it, or they didn't even bother studying it, and they just rejected it at the surface. 